1: I am Dean Linke, but who needs me when you have the new top man of United Soccer Coaches ready to
2: intro this week's show? This is Jeff Van Dusen, the new Chief Executive Officer for United Soccer Coaches. I'm very excited about being reunited with so many coaches and administrators at the United Soccer Coaches Convention, January 19th to the 23rd in beautiful Kansas City. And that includes so many of the leaders and coaches from the ECNL. And speaking of the ECNL, I'm thrilled to join host Dean Linky on this week's edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, where we highlight the ECNL staff that will appear at the convention and we'll talk short and long-term plans for United Soccer Coaches. Thanks, ECNL, for having me as a guest on your podcast, and most importantly, for all you do to push the youth game forward. I look forward to more collaboration between United Soccer Coaches and the ECNL. And I look forward to the start of this podcast. Jeff Van Dusen, the new CEO of United
1: Soccer Coaches, after this message from the ECNL.
0: As the game continues to evolve in the United States, the ECNL remains the standard of excellence in youth soccer. The Elite Clubs National League has grown to include over 200 clubs and nearly 50,000 players across the country. With a robust competition platform for teams, educational resources for coaches and clubs, and unparalleled identification and development opportunities for players. Alongside its member clubs, collaborating to create a better future, the ECNL continues to raise the game every day. The ECNL is more than a league. Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. Once again, here's Dean.
1: On October 18, 2021, United Soccer Coaches named Jeff Van Dusen as its new chief executive officer. He takes on the role after 10 years as the association's director of operations and events. The longtime member of the association brings nearly 30 years of experience as a soccer coach at the college high school and club levels. Jeff Van Dusen assumed the role January 1st so just a couple weeks ago and will host his first convention as CEO in the association's hometown of Kansas City from the 19th through the 23rd. During his tenure at United Soccer Coaches, Jeff Van Dusen has guided the critical and financial success of the one of a kind convention. The association is also celebrating its 80th anniversary in 2021. Van Dusen's coaching career spans all divisions and genders. His final full-time coaching role before joining United Soccer Coaches was as head women's soccer coach of the University of Indianapolis. Other stops along his coaching journey included head women's soccer coach at the University of Central Missouri, head men's and women's coach at Missouri Southern State University, head men's coach at Hastings College, head men's and women's soccer coach NAIA at Mary Crest International University, and goalkeeper coach at Western Illinois University. Originally from Chicago, Jeff grew up and learned his soccer in the youth leagues of the Illinois Youth Soccer Association before playing goalkeeper at the NCAA Division I and NAIA levels. After completing a bachelor's in physical education at Western Illinois, he finished his Master of Science degree in education at Missouri State in 2001. Of course, he also holds several advanced diplomas from United Soccer Coaches. And it's only fitting we cross over on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, on the week of the United Soccer Coaches Convention to have their new CEO on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast, Jeff Van Dusen. Welcome to Breaking the Line, the ECNL
2: podcast. Thank you, Dean. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to continue to talk about the exciting plans of United Soccer Coaches, and I look forward to even more collaboration with ECNL and making the youth game better. For starters, you have always
1: loved the association. What does it mean to you now that it's truly official and you are the CEO
2: of United Soccer Coaches? You know, Dean, when Missy and the board called me on October 4th in the the morning and offered me the job, it was uh, arguably one of the best days of my life. I love this association. It's been a part of my life since 1995 when I started at the richmond virginia college cup men's division one Semifinals and finals where i was the guy at the at the tent asking people for their membership cards to to come in and get warm and get hot chocolate and, and brownies at halftime so it's i truly started like at the at a volunteer role and and i just kept growing in this association so to be the ceo is a dream come true it's exciting And I really look forward to representing coaches and and trying to make their lives better. Boy, you have great timing,
1: Jeff. The convention starts today, so it's fantastic to be on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast released today. What can coaches and administrators expect in Kansas
2: City? Well, first of all, we're just so excited to be reunited and having a live event. The convention itself is a collection of 225 education sessions where we actually build two small stadiums with artificial surface, field boards, bleachers, video screens. We also build a futsal floor, and then we have lectures as well. So coaches can learn about the X's and O's more on the the field, but then more about the people business side of the game in the lectures. Different types of lectures, whether there's panels, whether it's round tables, just straight up lectures, or one-on-one spotlight sessions. And In addition to the 225 education sessions, there's five to 600 meetings of all levels. There's 30 meal and social functions that we're responsible for, not counting all the ones that are out there in addition to the ones that we are responsible. And that's where we go to celebrate all the coaches' achievements. And then lastly, we've got 200,000 square feet of exhibit hall space. It's about 200, just under 250 companies that exhibit at the convention to show the latest and greatest of soccer products and how coaches can use technology and fundraise and all those companies are collection where soccer business is done.
1: As always, several high-ranking officials from the ECNL will be at the convention as well as so many coaches from the ECNL plan to be in Kansas City. I know Christian Labors, the longtime president and CEO of the ECNL, will be part of a special presentation. Can you break down the name of that presentation and when that happens?
2: Yes. Christian is is joined by Mike Kona. They're having a session on Saturday at 11 o'clock a.m. And the Convention Center, room 2103AB. And the name of the session is Leading a Dynamic Youth Soccer Environment. And Christian's always a mainstay and does a tremendous job of educating coaches and making sure that the information is very relevant. And I think Christian is one of the best people that we have on our sessions, just because he's so relevant and intelligent and the way he views the game.
1: Yeah, that's so well said. He is, uh, like you, one of the bright minds of the game. Let's get back to you as we'll return to more on the ECNL. But what made you make the jump from being a coach to being a high-level executive in the soccer world, Jeff?
2: Well, I always knew, Dean, I was going to go into administration. And I always thought I was coaching at the college level. I always thought that, hey, I wanted to be an athletic director. My career path was really leaning that way. But then one day, Joe Cummings came calling. And at the time, he was the CEO of the National Soccer Coaches Association, NSCAA. And he said, hey, how would you like to come to Kansas City and be a part of the national staff? And I talked about it and thought about it. And I said, you know, this would be really cool. Now, instead of being an athletic director where I have to worry about, you know, 12, 18, 22 sports, I said, now I can just worry about the sport that I love. I did not have a degree in event planning or business management or anything like that. But to come into Kansas City and be the director of events at that time and take over a convention, which is, you know, ultimately you're talking about almost a $5 million budget to really look at it and say, what do coaches need? And that was one of the reasons why Joe hired me. He said, because your potential leadership qualities You're a coach. You understand what they need. You've been a part of the convention for a while and your vision. And so we were able to flip the convention, basically double the size, double the attendance, double the number of vendors that came in. And this was had a huge impact on our association and the game. So ultimately came down. I felt that I could make a bigger contribution to the game by coming into the national office here.
1: Before we push forward and go to segment two and learn about some of your key initiatives, both short and long-term, if you've listened to me on this podcast or on your very own podcast, the United Soccer Coaches podcast, I'm big on memories and mentors. And I want you focused as a coach. So I need you to dig deep here. Your greatest memory as a soccer coach, Jeff Van Dusen, and then back that up with some key mentors along the way.
2: Every time I've taken over a job, I've taken over a job several times, And I've never taken over at the top of the rankings program. I've always had to build something. It kind of is over a couple different jobs. When I took the job at Hastings College, I started and uh, we won our first ever conference championship. Guess what? They haven't lost one since. And that was 1997. Then I went to Missouri Southern and started a women's program. Did really well there in conference school, Central Missouri, came in and hired me. Third game there, we lost 10-0. Four years later, my last game was in the NCAA tournament. And the funny thing, Dean, is, and I don't have any of his, I guess, uh, concrete evidence on this, but I think I'm the only coach that coached at the college level, left a men's program and a women's program, and the next coach came in and won a national championship. <laughs> and, I, 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 you know, you can look at that however you want it. I built the foundation or they got rid of the, you know, they got rid of that coach. And the next coach came in and, and did some great things. That happened at, at Hastings College under Chris Cranks, who's now at Flagler. And then that happened at University of Central Missouri with Louis Theobald, who, who's still there. So they both came in and did a great job. and But setting that tone, building that foundation, bringing that clarity and alignment, and finding the right people, and, and really advocating for our sport, because if you're talking about the early 2000s, that's where women's soccer at the college level just really started to grow at the Division two level. Awesome, great memories, and you, in
1: fact, uh, I'll take the former. You built the foundation and did a great job doing that, and then how about, you mentioned people, how about two or three people that have made a big difference in your life, Jeff?
2: When this job came available, when Lynn said she was stepping down, I had to really do some self-reflection. Is this something that I wanted to do? I felt coming out of high school probably as prepared on the academic side as I probably should have been. None of the big schools with high academic standards were calling me, is what I'm basically saying. But my mentor was Dave Ekstrom, who was my high school coach at Mundelein High School in Illinois. He was my physical education teacher, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a PE teacher and coach high school soccer. And Dave was very humble, very excitable, but he, he really showed me some, some great pathways. Then I went to Western Illinois and played for the great John McKenzie, who was given so much to the college game. After that, I did my student teaching with a guy named Skip Begley, who was out at Moline High School in Illinois and then went to Hinsdale Central. And all those guys were really shaping the way, my coaching philosophy and a lot of my skills on how to, how to work with people. And then finally, there's one here in the national office that I love uh, tremendously and showed me some and given me some great advice over the years. And that's Steve Veal, who works in our awards department. That guy is a rock. This upcoming year, we're gonna celebrate 30 years at the association. And then of course, I got one more. And that's Rob Robinson. Rob Robinson kind of took me under the wing as well uh, when I started helping with the convention. And he just showed me the way on uh, how to deal with external people outside of the association and what this event, what this association means. So there's a lot of them that I've gathered and I, I've truly gotten some great qualities from and, and, and paved the way. And I think the number one quality, all of them, is they are incredibly kind people.
1: Amen. This is the week of the United Soccer Coaches Convention, so perfect timing to have the new CEO of United Soccer Coaches, Jeff Van Dusen, on this week's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. When we return, we will ask Mr. Van Dusen about some key initiatives he is working on in his new role as CEO of United Soccer Coaches, both short-term and long-term. Stay with us.
0: Nike is a proud sponsor of ECNL Girls. Nothing can stop what we can do together to bring positive change to our communities. You can't stop sport because hashtag you can't stop our voices. Follow Nike on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.
1: The ECNL is pleased to announce Quick Goal as the official goal provider and partner for ECNL girls and ECNL boys, a new partnership created to support the growth and development of the country's top players, clubs, and coaches. At all national events, including national playoffs and national finals, the Quick Goal Coaches Corner will provide hospitality and social space for ECNL girls, ECNL boys, and collegiate coaches. Quick Goal will also be the presenting sponsor of the national championship winning ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Coaches of the Year and the ECNL Girls and ECNL Boys Goals of the Year. Quick Goal looks forward to helping the ECNL continue to elevate the standards of youth soccer and provide more opportunities to players on and off the field in the coming years.
0: From athletes just starting to turn heads to some of the best athletes to ever play their games, gatorade shows that they are the proven fuel of the best for the athletes who give everything nothing beats gatorade the studied tested and proven fuel of the ecnl
1: back with jeff van dusen the new ceo of united soccer coaches and the convention is live this week in kansas city january 19th through 23. when we took a break we promised learning about some of your goals and initiatives in this new role. I know one that's right at the top is connecting
2: more with youth coaches and younger coaches. Absolutely, Dean. One of the major initiatives for our association is advocacy. And I'm going to hire two new full-time positions to mirror one of the full-time positions that we have right now. We've got a college services officer, Trish Hughes, who's actually a lobbyist with the NCAA And her job is to wake up every day and think about college coaches and making their lives better and their profession better. And how can we provide them with better content? How can we help them get more resources to college coaching? I'm also doing that for the high school level and the youth level. So those are two full-time new positions that we're going to have here. So I, I think from the youth standpoint, coaches are really a key to the club's environment. What we're going to do is try and help those club coaches get more resources. We're going to try and build better relationships with the youth leagues and the associations that are overseeing the youth game. And so this person's really going to be our connector between that. And so I'm hoping that we'll continue to find more partnerships that we can help coaches with technology and content and relationships within the game. And that's what this person's really gonna do.
1: Another item that I've really been impressed with you talking about, not just on this podcast, but other podcasts and as you address the coaching community is that you want United Soccer Coaches to be a career planning destination, not a place to
2: just post jobs, but to help people get jobs. This association has been a part of my life the whole every step of the way. And I've changed jobs quite a bit. Thankfully, never been asked to leave a job, but I've always been able to, to move on. And the association has been a big part of that for a couple different reasons. Number one, the networking that's here, the relationships that you make. And we're going to continue to highlight those and bring more networking opportunities because I don't think I've ever gotten a job just off my resume. I think it's always gotten a job because I knew somebody and somebody could put in a good word or from that standpoint. So coaches need to network. Getting another job is not just about the X's and O's. And so it's about people that you know, and it's also about people management, and that includes your network. So we're gonna give more opportunities for that. Be the a career planning destination. I think we also need to help coaches understand what the pathway is. And so to get from an assistant coach to a head coach, to get from a level two coach to a level one, to get from a high school coach, maybe to a college job, whatever that is, we want to help highlight and give the tools necessary for coaches to explore and help them along that career planning journey. And then finally, from the advocacy standpoint, we want to continue to highlight and locate and find amazing coaches and amazing people that we can help match them up with those open positions, whether they're coaching positions or leadership positions within clubs or within the game. That's what we're trying to do. And I'm really excited about this project. And I think we're going to partner with some great people some great partnerships that we're creating with some outside entities and and we're looking forward to rolling this out here over the next 6 months. You've
1: also been out front in your comments about diversifying United Soccer Coaches education offerings for content and how that content is delivered. That goes back to a word you've already used right here on Breaking the Line the eCNL podcast and that is technology, but the diversification of education offerings is also at the front of your list.
2: Yes, uh, I, I think offering more options for our coaches and what content we ber- bring. I have a whole new plan of how we're going to deliver that, that content, and that's better technology within your membership. We want to meet the coaches where they are, essentially. With better technology, they can get it on their phone, their iPad, their computer. They can continue to get content, whether it's a course or whether it's just focusing in on let's just say like wellness can we have more wellness content every month through all of our platforms soccer journal podcasts our online resource library webinars e-learning courses so building a better technology platform to deliver to coaches is one of my main goals and then of course as i mentioned earlier about the different levels of the game how does that affect And the content that we deliver, how does that relate to the different levels of the game? So youth coaches will be able to come in to their platform and see if they're looking for wellness, whether they have a kid that maybe needs some mental health help or nutrition help or recovery help. They'll be able to go in and see this collection of information right behind the membership wall. So that is something that I'm really looking forward to.
1: Jeff, for lack of a better analogy or metaphor, I'm not quite sure what the word is, but uh, I like when you say, you know, in many ways, United Soccer Coaches needs to be like Switzerland. And as it relates to all of the alphabet soup of soccer, you have also been open about improving relationships with all soccer organizations, including the ECNL. That is the
2: Switzerland part. You need to be all in for everybody, right? Absolutely. I feel that United Soccer Coaches is the home for all coaches, all coaches, whether you're youth, whether you're high school, whether you're college, whether you're in the pros, whether you're an assistant coach, whether you're a third team coach, whatever it is, we want to be able to service all coaches. Every organization has coaches in them, right? Yes, we might be competitors on the field, but off the field, all of these coaches need the same things they need content they need education they need networking and they need to be celebrated and that's what we do that's what united soccer coaches is all about and that's the home for coaches and so i'm looking forward to making sure that we have better relationships with u.s soccer you name it we're going to go after and we're going to try and develop our a better relationship with all of them
1: United Soccer Coaches Advocacy Education Service. This is the week of the convention where we are indeed reunited in Kansas City, which makes Jeff Van Dusen a perfect choice for the guest on this week's Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. When we return, we'll talk about the changing landscape of youth soccer. We'll also make Jeff remind us what it was like when he played youth. That should be fun. Jeff Van Dusen, the CEO of United Soccer Coaches, our guest this week on Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
0: soccer.com is proud to partner with the ECNL to support the continued development of soccer in the U.S. at the highest levels we've been delivering quality soccer equipment and apparel to players fans and coaches since 1984 living and breathing the beautiful game ourselves our goal at soccer.com is to inspire you to play better cheer louder and have more fun Visit Soccer.com today to check out our unmatched selection of gear, expert advice, and stories of greatness at every level of the game. ECNL Boys is partnering with Puma for the second year, driving sport forward with the leading products and the next generation of pros who wear them. Puma has proven themselves as the fastest sports brand in the world, the fastest innovation, the fastest players, and the fastest products in the game. They're the perfect partner to complement the speed and talent of our teams. In keeping with their mantra of forever faster, Puma introduces the world's fastest boot, the Ultra. The only boot engineered for speed, the Ultra combines a woven upper with a lightweight outsole for direct forward motion, speed and acceleration. It's the best in the game, designed for the best players in the game.
1: Welcome back to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. It's convention week for United Soccer Coaches. So our guest, the new CEO of United Soccer Coaches, Jeff Van Dusen, who was made for this job. Jeff, welcome back. And as I promised, we're going to talk about youth soccer. And boy, youth soccer is booming right now. It's incredible. And it's creating, I think, so much parity at the college game. It's preparing kids to be able to play pro, to make it to the national team. Can you talk big picture about the changing landscape of youth soccer in this country and how much it has improved with leagues like the ECNL?
2: You know, Dean, it's, it's, it's amazing because I think back when I was playing, I had two choices. I could play competitive or I could play rec. And competitive was fun. And we got to compete against other towns, right? And we got to compete. And then there was somebody once said to me, hey, why don't you try out for this ODP team? And I'm like, what's ODP? Anyway, it didn't work out so well for me. That was it. A kid growing up in the 80s, that was it. And so now to have US Club and ECNL and have the opportunities that these kids get to go out and compete against other teams from other states and really develop in a structure of what's right for those kids. And I'm excited about that. I'm excited about the growth of the professional game with MLS and the NWSL. I'm sitting in a hotbed of of women's soccer right now here in Kansas City and what the Long family is doing with Casey Curran. So all of this is just snowballing off of what the the vision of these youth organizations are doing and I'm excited about coaching education I'm excited about where coaches are pushing these kids and yes Dean I think I think you're absolutely right on on how the level of growth and competition has really created a wonderful environment for the youth game to grow.
1: Now, Jeff, I got to go back to when you were a coach. I'm not quite sure when you left if ECNL was already running, but, you know, clearly now with their showcases, so many colleges can show up at every level, you know, from division one all the way down to NAIA and see talent and hidden gems because these showcases are done
2: so well by the ECNL. They've changed the dynamic of recruiting. Absolutely. That was the exciting thing but also one of the things that almost <laughs> made my decision to leave college coaching a little easier. ECNL came on the scene and I think it was probably two years on the scene when, when my last two years of coaching. What I loved about going to the ECNL showcases and having an ECNL team, I was coaching at division two level at the time. And I felt that there were five, six, seven, eight players that could play at division two. And that was after the division one kids already made their choice. That was the cool thing about the ECNL tournaments and and showcases. I was so glad that they came onto the scene when they did. I just wish I could have took advantage of it a little bit more.
1: As we get ready for the convention, it starts today as this show is released. Your final thoughts, Jeff Benduzen, about the convention and your new role as CEO of United Soccer Coaches.
2: You know, the convention is a unique and important piece of our game getting a collection of coaches together. There's, there's nothing like it in the world as far as the number of education sessions that are, are happening where coaches can walk, talk, drink, eat, sleep the game for four to five days. And it is the Lala palooza of, of the game, right? So it's, it's a good time, opportunity for coaches to come in and learn, learn from each other, celebrate, and do the business of the game. So I love the convention. Coaches love the convention. I'm excited that we're in Kansas City, our hometown. I think it's 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 an important piece of the game. As far as going forward with United Soccer Coaches, we're going to use February to really build our tactical plans and get on the same page internally. We're going to make some changes of how we do some things and how we interact with our membership. And I'm really excited about starting in February and getting going and and what we're going to bring long-term to this association. Finally, Dean, I'm just so appreciative of Christian Labors and all the ECNL coaches and how they've made coming to the convention and being a part of our membership, such an important part of their coaching career. So thank you to ECNL and all the coaches that are in the ECNL clubs. And we look forward to seeing you on the field or at the convention. Indeed, we do. I want to
1: thank Jeff Van Dusen, as well as the great folks at the ECNL, Andrea Wheeler, Jacob Bourne, Christian Lavers, Jen Winnigle, Jason Cutney, Doug Bracken, and the entire crew, as well as our producer, Colin Thrash. For each and every one of them, happy convention week. We'll see you in two weeks for another edition of Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast.
0: Thanks for listening to Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast. For more information on the ECNL, visit us at www.thecnl.com. And if you have a suggestion for the show or a great idea for a guest, please email us at info at Breaking the Line, the ECNL podcast is an ECNL production. ECNL, more than a league.